We made USAA insurance to help you save. Take advantage of discounts when you cover your home and your ride. Discover how we're helping members save at USAA.com slash bundle. Restrictions apply. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. Viator is a website and app where you can book travel experiences like hiking Mount Kilimanjaro in Tanzania or enjoying the views while cruising on a catamaran in the Caribbean. They offer everything from simple tours to extreme adventures. With over 300,000 bookable experiences in 190 countries, there's something for everyone. Plus, Viator's travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews. So you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. When you book a travel experience with Viator, there's always flexibility and support with free cancellation, payment options, and 24-7 service. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10. That's V-I-A-T-O-R-10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. You're about to experience a life-giving message from Bishop Kevin Foreman, pastor of Harvest Church. One church in global locations. To find out more about Bishop Foreman and Harvest Church, visit our website at www.harvestchurch.church. Your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. Give online in our mobile app or text the word giving to 59769. Remember to love God, love people, and love life. a place where you're able to receive the right information you're not going to walk in the right information can you just tell the truth about your life and about your story there's a whole lot of mistakes watch this where it's because you didn't know but can we tell the truth tonight Wednesday it's a whole lot of things that we did that the truth is we did know we just weren't in a place where we could apply what we knew Okay, evidently I ain't got honest people in the church tonight Uh, would you touch your neighbor say I've been growing I've been growing The reality is, is that the Bible says God takes us from faith to faith. He takes us from glory to glory, from level to level, which means God says he's not interested in leaving us the way that he finds us. He's not interested in you being the same you today as you were 10 years ago. One of the saddest things that could ever happen to you is people could say you ain't changed. Because what that in fact means is that you're the same person today as you were when they met you. And there's a problem with that. I need you to get used to people saying you don't act the same. Baby, I shouldn't. I need you to get used to people saying you don't walk the same. Baby, I shouldn't. I need you to get used to people saying you ain't even stressed out about the same stuff that you used to be stressed out about. You know why I shouldn't be? Because I've been growing. I've been evolving. I've been changing. Would you lay your hands on yourself and say you've been changing? And I need you not, watch this, to compare your change to somebody else's unwillingness to change. I need you not to compare your maturity to somebody else's immaturity. I wish you'd stop comparing yourself to people, watch this, in your family that been where they going. I'm going to back it up because you missed it. Stop comparing yourself to family folks. Stop comparing yourself to friends that have been where they're going. What does that mean? That the things that they are doing are simply taking them in a circle. You are the interruption to the dysfunction in your bloodline. You are the line crosser in your bloodline. You are the boundary breaker in your bloodline. You're the one that God says because nobody else would do it didn't mean I changed my mind about your family. I just had to skip them to get to you. Would you just touch somebody next to you and say you're his choice? So watch this. As we are representing things, one of the things I want to talk about tonight is honor. Would you say honor? Uh, Honor is a must-have if you intend to be great. Honor is a must-have if you intend to be great. Honor is a keystone principle in the scripture, and I want to talk a little bit about this tonight. Why? Because the reality is, is that many people sometimes struggle with the concept of honor. See how quiet it just got when I said that? And the reality is, watch this, until you've been through enough hell, you won't appreciate the principle of honor. Until you've dealt with enough loss, until you've dealt with enough change, until you've dealt with enough drama, you will not appreciate honor. But watch this. Honor is the gateway to greatness. Honor is the way that you're going to see amazing things happen in your life. I wish you'd look at your neighbor and say, honor is a must-have. 
Let me prove it to you, parents. If your child comes to you asking you for something and they ain't done not a damn thing that you said, nan is what I said, they ain't done a damn thing that you said, you are not going to be inclined to do anything for them. In fact, you will resent them for being arrogant enough to think that they qualified to ask you for something. How in the world are you going to ask me to get you a new phone and you can't keep an old room clean? Y'all ain't talking to me. How in the world are you going to ask me to do something new for you and you can't even appreciate the old that I've already done? Could it be that you're sitting next to somebody that God wants to do something amazing for, but he can't because he can't trace honor? The scripture says this. The scripture says that there, there was a time where Jesus he went into a particular city. And when he went into this particular city, the Bible says that he could not do uh, many miracles. Then if you read it in the other gospel writer, he says that he would not do many miracles. That's significant. It says because the people did not honor him. The Bible says, Jesus goes on to say, a prophet is not without honor except in his own home. It's a shame that it takes strangers to recognize value. It's the same that it take other folk to recognize, help you recognize what you got. I pray you don't miss what you have and God have to give it to somebody that's going to do right by it. Matter of fact, I just need to get this room right because I can see that this room got a little dishonor up in it. So let me go on and shift this here. I, I, I need you to touch your neighbor and say, this is a row of honor. This is a row. Yeah, that's how we walk. That's how we talk. That's how we move. And baby, if you can't get with honor, it's some people you need to tell they need to get the hell up out of your life, up out of your family, up out of your car. Up out. Honor, honor is cancer. Excuse me, dishonor is cancer. Dishonor is cancer. Can, can I give you some scripture? Can, let, let's do it. I want to represent it, though, because sometimes, watch this. If you were a person who felt like you always were an underdog or mistreated, you don't think that anybody is owed honor. If you felt like your mom and daddy always overlooked you, you feel like you're not, you, you don't deserve to, you, you, you don't need to honor anybody today. If you feel like people did you wrong, you, well, what's so special about them? And that's why, watch this, and, and that's the problem. Because one of the first things honor does is it recognizes and appreciates difference. Ooh, I can see I got to shift this row. That's all right. Let's go. Would you touch your neighbor and say, this is a row of honor. See, I got to represent the concept of honor to us because there's many people who are waiting for God to do something amazing. And God says, listen, I see no honor, so I find no reason to bring anything to that particular place. One verse says, I couldn't do anything great. Another says, he wouldn't do anything great, which means God says, I can't and I won't do anything great when I see dishonor. What, what is it that you're praying on that hasn't happened? Because God says, I don't see no honor. It's quiet in the church. It's quiet in the church. It's quiet in the church. Right, so, so let's look at this. Let's look at this. This is a familiar scripture. I taught from it before. First uh, Samuel two thirty. It says, "Therefore the Lord God of Israel says, I indeed say that your house and the house of your father will walk before me forever. But now says the Lord, far be it from me. For those who honor me, I will honor, and those who despise me, <laughs> those who despise me, my Lord today, and those who despise me will be lightly esteemed." Uh, watch this. God says, "If you honor me." I got you. God says, if you dishonor me, I'm going to say it again. God says, if you honor me, I got you. You dishonor me, boy, bye. Okay, let's, let's, let's back this thing up. He, he says, I indeed, 1 Samuel 2 and 30, he says that your house and the house of your father will walk before me forever. In other words, God made him a promise. Say, God made him a promise. God made him a promise. And the promise was, is that you gonna, I'm, I got y'all forever. He's like, I got you. I got Pookinem. I got Lil Ray. I got, I got, I got, I got all of y'all. Got it? He says, but far be it from me. He says, I'm not going to do it now. What has God had to undo? That he wanted to do. Because see, you think you're entitled. You know the problem, since y'all ain't going to say that, I'm going to preach the way I want to preach it. You know the issue we got with American culture today is we got a whole lot of yahoos that feel entitled. I'm owed something. You owe me something. Why? Because I'm breathing. Ain't worked for it. Ain't put in the time for it. Ain't put in, ain't put in, ain't, ain't put in the effort for it. Don't prepare. And somehow feel like 
I'm owed something. And the problem with entitlement is that, watch this, that attitude will make God undo something he wanted to do. Somebody say represent. Could it be, watch this, watch this, that, that, that there's nothing wrong with being a person of honor. Could it be that the actual issue is when you somehow think that you are exempt from it? Could it be that the person you call a brown noser, isn't a brown noser, they're just a person of honor? Could it be you walk around, I ain't kissing nobody tail to get nowhere. Could it be that that's not kissing tail, that's just honorable because your daddy never taught you to honor and your mama never taught you to honor that you don't understand what it looks like? He says, I promise that your house and the house of your father should go in and out before me forever. But now the Lord says, in other words, God, God was like, I got to change my mind about this. He says, the reason I have to change my mind is because I traced your habits. And when I traced your habits, your habits weren't habits of honor. Your habits were habits of dishonor. So he says, so he says, watch this. He says, but now the Lord declares, far be it from me. In other words, God was like, I'm not even thinking about that. Now, why are you, why are you teaching this, this tonight, uh, Bishop? Um, you know, because we've been talking about all these big things coming your way. We've been talking about hands up. I don't want him to skip it. I don't want him to get everybody else on your row and look at you and say, far be it for me to help her. I love her, but I can't help her. I love him, but I can't help him. Because every time I come down their row to try to bless, I get dishonored. He says, far be it from me. Watch this. He says, far be it from me. For those who honor me, I will. Uh, it's right there on the screen. Those who honor me, I will. And those who despise me will be lightly esteemed. In other words, God says, I'll, um, you should be treated like you're a heavyweight. God says, but I'll treat you like you're a lightweight. Say, represent. God was like, listen, guys. Honor is not a bad thing. What's honor? It's respect. What's honor? It's adaptation. What's honor? It's to acquiesce to. Okay? What does it mean to adapt to? Whoever you're honoring, if they say A, then you honor A. Not, well, this why I'm going to do it as five. Yeah, I know y'all ain't. Yeah. I'm going to shout you in a minute. I just got to get you so that when you say my house is next, he doesn't walk past everybody else's house and be like, except her. Except him. Matter of fact, prophesy out to your road. Say, everybody on this road is getting blessed. Say, in a major way. Say, this month. I need you to put that in this atmosphere. Say, something major is coming my way. And hear me Wednesday, I got my assignment. My assignment is clear. I got to make sure you don't miss it. Watch. Watch what he says. He says, but far be it from me. For those who honor me, I will honor. Those who despise me will be lightly esteemed. So here's the word honor. Honor, I want to give it to you in Hebrew. It's the word kabod. It means weight. Stop. That means it takes, watch this, it takes putting on weight to honor. I don't mean that literally. <laughs> I don't need you talking about I'm just a man of honor. I'm just a, I'm a woman of honor. And that's fine if you are. I'm just saying, don't misinterpret what I'm saying. <laughs> Say, I, got, I overflow with honor, somebody says. <laughs> no, no, watch me. Here's the deal. Watch me. Here's the deal. Check this out. What happens is, what happens is, is that it means it takes a sense of weight or burden to be a person of honor. Why? Because it is easy and natural to be a person of dishonor. It's easy to be disrespectful. It's easy to be rude. It's easy to be messy. It's easy to be ratchet. Oh, she ratchet. Well, that's, me. That, that's easy. Honor requires a weight. And you know what a weight does? A weight keeps you in position. You know why some people have had 17 jobs? Because they have no honor. And to them, every boss is the problem. 
And God says, no, the reason you can't stay in position is because you have no weight on you. You have no weight on you because you are a person of dishonor. Y'all ain't saying that to me tonight, but lay your hands on yourself and say, I'm a person of honor. So the first word, the definition in, in, in Hebrew, kebab, it means, watch this, it means to develop. Now, this is important. God says, if you allow me to develop, I will develop you. What does that mean? Sometimes, watch this, when we get impatient, we get dishonorable. If y'all are free me, I can preach it the way I want to. Can we tell the truth? Sometimes, listen, I'm good. Listen, I'm good. It's been three days. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank God. Okay, it's been a couple of weeks. It's been a couple of months. But after you've been waiting on something to happen for several weeks, several months, can we tell the truth? Sometimes our impatience can make us say stuff we shouldn't say, do stuff we shouldn't do. And then what happens is we step out of a place of honor. Why? Because we didn't allow God a time to develop his plan. Sometimes God's plans takes time to develop. And I need you not to turn into a man or woman of dishonor because the development process is taking time. When we get impatient because folk ain't doing what we want them to do and this is so easy to now turn into a person of dishonor because we don't want to allow something to develop. All right? Here's, here's the next definition. The next definition is to make heavy. Watch this. God says, if you make me heavy, I will make you heavy. Now, that doesn't literally mean heavy. But that means there, as God says, I will make it so that you carry weight. You carry influence. I will give you the same amount of influence with people that you give to me. You know what? We got so many people that are fighting for attention from people today. Can I, can I just be real, Wednesday? We, we, we have a lot of attention whores. Well, they will sell themselves for a couple dollars for some likes and views. I don't like talking to me. Because they want somebody to pay them some attention. They want somebody to pay them some mind. They want somebody to see what they're doing, what they're working on, what they got going. And the reality of the matter is, is this. is God says, listen, the reason you are not heavy is because you don't make me heavy. If you made me heavy, I would make you heavy. Watch me. If you gave me greater influence in your life, I would give you greater influence with people. If you did the daily Bible reading last week, it was, it was some real intense stuff. Because in Ezekiel, God was, letting it, God was like, wasn't he giving them the business? God, he got, listen, this is what the scripture says. The scripture says God was talking to them in Ezekiel. And he says, listen, I have this all against you because you play the whore. And you know what he says? He says, but you're worse than a whore, he says, because a whore gets paid. You got to go back and do that daily Bible reading from last week. He says, he says, you don't even get paid. God, God checked them so tough. God says, at least the other, y'all ain't talking to me. At least the other homongers get paid. God says in the scripture, he says, you paying them to hoe you out. We live in a time now, watch this, where because we won't give honor, watch this, to God and make God heavy. God says, that's why you're so thirsty. For people to validate you. For people to like you. For people to look at what you're doing. Look at what I'm doing. Look at what I'm doing. And God says, if you would make me heavy. I know, I know, watch this. You may not know who you're sitting next to. But you're sitting next to somebody that has decided today. From this day forward, I ain't got to make me heavy. I'm going to make God heavy. And if I make God heavy, God's going to make me heavy. I ain't got to self-promote. If I promote God, God's going to make me heavy. Would you lift your hands and worship God for five seconds? Say, Lord, I make you heavy. Say it. Come on, give him worship for five seconds. Five, come on. Four, come on. Three, come on. Two, come on. One. Somebody say yes, Lord. Here's the third definition. It means to bring to. This word honor. Say honor. I'm representing honor. Got it? God says, if, if you bring me to, I'll bring you to. That's what the word honor means. What is it that, watch this, you don't bring God to? Can we tell the truth? There are certain areas of our life where we don't bring God to them. There are certain areas of our life we rely on our experience, not prayer. There are certain areas of our life we rely on our knowledge, not prayer, not worship, not the word. You're like, well, I already know how this is going to go. Watch this. That's what you know. But this ain't that. And I need you to stop judging your future based on your past. I need you to stop telling God what he can do based on what you've seen him do. Watch this, because he's ready to exceed himself in your life. Would you touch your neighbor and say, bring God in everything and everything. 
He needs to be in your marriage. He needs to be with your children. He needs to be in your finances. Married folks, he needs to be in your sex life. Y'all not saying nothing to me. He needs to be in every single area of your life because whatever you do not bring him to, God says, guess what? If you don't bring me to that, then I'm not bringing you to victory. If you don't bring me to this area, I'm not bringing you to victory. It's amazing that we will Google before we go get a scripture. You will YouTube before you go watch a message. And you sit here YouTube and Dr. So-and-so said this. And you got a pastor that's been feeding, 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 feeding. And God says, no wonder it ain't working for you. It's because you eat from too many tables. You have indigestion and you're constipated. Watch me. Watch me. Watch me. Here's the next definition. Uh, uh, be honored, of course. Then treat it as a noble. Say noble. Nobility refers to royalty. Nobility was significant because nobility was based often on familial relationship. Now, what's significant is God says, I expect to be treated like a king. But we had this culture now. I ain't doing all that. I'm just chill. Chill, that's fine. But chill doesn't mean, watch this, dishonor. God says, I expect to be treated like nobility. I expect to be treated like royalty. That's deep. Because do you treat him that way? I don't know. That's the neighbor say, how you treat him? You don't walk in on no king just like. What up, no. <laughs> you don't approach a king. And in America, we, we can't relate to this because, because we don't have a monarchy. Thank God. Can we give God three seconds of glory that America is not a monarchy? Thank you, Jesus. Oh, God. Y'all beat it. Thank God we don't have a monarchy. Here's the point. A monarchy means a king. That's why God has a king. The domain of the king. Now, in the domain of the king, what the king says goes. He doesn't negotiate. He doesn't have to. So, can I ask you a question? Do you treat God, watch this, like he's king or like he's a hostage negotiator? Do you negotiate with God? God, if you do this, I'm going to do this. God, if you do this, I'm going to do this. God says, I expect to be treated like nobility. Treat me like a king. Which means what I say goes. That's the end of the story. But let's, but let's, but let's tell the truth. Say represent. Most of us don't see negotiation as dishonor. Most of us don't see trying to get out of what he said to do as dishonoring him. Most of us see it as, well, you know, I just, you, you, listen, you have not because you asked not. I figure I'd ask. And God says, but I already told you what to do. So you asking me to do something different is dishonoring me. Okay. Ooh, let's go. Here's the next word, prevail. Prevail. These are the definitions in Hebrew of the word Honor, which is the word kabod, which means weight. I'm giving you the definition so that you can see this. I'm representing the concept to prevail. God says, if you allow me to prevail, I'll allow you to prevail. Stop. What does that mean to allow God to prevail? God says, if you allow for me to prevail, what does that mean? Get the glory. I will make sure you get the glory. Y'all miss me. Could it be? Touch your name and say, maybe. Could it be that because you want the credit so bad, you want everybody to know you did it? Y'all ain't talking to me. You want everybody to know you were the one that did it. You want everybody to know. I did that. I made that happen. I did that. I did that. And that's why you, watch this, that's why you go repeat yourself. Because you want everybody to know what you did. 
You want everybody to know you're a good father. Sir, you're supposed to take care of your kids. You ain't done them no favor. You played, now you gotta pay. Ma'am, you ain't, I, I take care of my kids. You're supposed to raise your children. They're your children. You don't get credit for that. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. You paid your bills. You're supposed to pay your bills. But when you want the glory, there's two things in the scripture God says he won't share. One is his vengeance. Two is his glory. God says, if you want the glory, fine. Since you won't let me have it, I won't let you have it. So you'll spend your whole life being a Jezebel. What does Jezebel's name means? Not exalted. Never getting the glory. So what does she spend her whole life doing? Finding people that will watch this, that will serve her. Finding people that will bow down to her. Finding people that will give her the glory that she wanted that she never got. And the penalty for being a Jezebel is you get thrown out of windows. Read your Bible. Y'all not saying nothing to me. Would you touch your neighbor and say, let God get to glory. I need you to stop feeling like somebody, watch this, clap for yourself. I need you to stop waiting on somebody to say, good job. You need to tell yourself, good job. Matter of fact, can we just have an exercise in this tonight? Can you just celebrate you for just a minute, please? Stop. Now you good, all right? So don't go to work tomorrow expecting somebody to clap for you. Don't, don't, listen, y'all not saying nothing to me. Get off of social media asking somebody to clap for you. Clap for yours. God says, if you want the glory, fine. I ain't going to give you none. If you don't allow God to get the glory, God says, I will not give it to you. I will not give it to you. I will not. This is why people watch this who are often in the background get pulled to the front. Because sometimes the people in the front want the glory. So God says, move them. I'll get somebody that don't want it. Watch this. Who maybe doesn't have the same talent nor skill, but they got the right heart. I wish you knew you were sitting next to somebody that says, God, out of everything I do, get the glory out of my life. If that's you, can you just release a praise right there? Go. Get the glory out of my life. Get the glory out of my life. Somebody holler, get the glory out of my life. Say it again, get the glory out of my life. Here's the next. To promote. Say represent. God says, if you promote me, I'll promote you. If you don't promote me, it's amazing how difficult it is to get some folks to share the church that blesses them on social media. And you'll share everything else. And the place that kept you from taking your life. Yeah. What are you trying to say, Bishop? What I said. That's exactly what I'm trying to say. I said, come here, Nene, what I said. Check this out. God says, if you promote me, I'll promote you. You don't promote me. Stay on fries. And I'm not knocking that. I'm just saying you don't get promoted from that. I'm not knocking that. Don't, don't misinterpret what I just said. Notice what I said. Stay. You create a boundary for your life every time you refuse to promote God. As God says, if you don't promote me, I will not promote you. Watch me. Let's get prophetic. It's time out for lateral moves in your career. What's the lateral move? All you did was move from here to here. You didn't get no more authority. You didn't get no more income. You didn't, get, you didn't get no more anything. All you did was make a lateral move. I wish you'd prophesy, watch this to your row, say, it's promotion time for this row.
Y'all are playing with me, and I don't know why you're doing that. Somebody say, it's promotion time for this row. God says, if you can promote me, I got you. But if you can't promote me, stay there. And he will leave you in misery because you can't be trusted with victory. This is rough for Wednesday, huh? What's this next part? What's this next part? There's only two more definitions. You ready? Great. Here's the thing, though. If, I, if I'm honest, if, if we look at some of these definitions, let's just talk for a minute. Can we talk? Can we talk for a minute? But most of us, we wouldn't see not promoting God as a bad thing. We'd see it as just not wanting to stir controversy. I don't want to sit in about God um, at my job because you know what? You know what? What are you sent there for? You going to let a check make you silent about Christ? Y'all not saying nothing to me. You're going to let some money, you're going to let dollar bills keep you from celebrating your deliverer, celebrating your king. I wish there were some unashamed people in this house tonight. I said, I wish there were some unashamed people in this house tonight. Somebody say, I'm not ashamed. You got to be like Shadrach, Meshach, and that billy goat. The king said when the music plays, bow down. And Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego said, listen, king, now we honor you, king, but bowing is reserved for God. And until you, until you didn't save us, deliver us, said, until you didn't done that, we ain't bound to you, king. And they said, listen, the king says, if you don't do it, I'm going to throw you in the furnace. You know what they said? They said, well, look here, king. We respect you. You know how they said it? Long live the king. We honor you. We respect you. And if you got to put us in that furnace, go and throw us in there. But what we ain't going to do is bow down. And he said, watch this. Our God will deliver us out of your furnace. Watch me. And here's the shout. Here it is. And if he don't, he's still God. Shake somebody's arm say, if he don't. He's still God. I need you to take this thing off of God where he got to perform for you. I need to know if there's some people in here tonight that can give him glory even if he doesn't. Yeah! 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 Oh, watch. 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 Look at me. Even if he doesn't, even if he doesn't, he's done enough. Wait a minute. Come here. Let's pause right here. Even if he doesn't, he's been, you should be dead. You should be over there in somebody's cemetery. That car accident should have killed you. That relationship should have made you lose your mind. But come. Is there anybody in here got a but God praise? I... Somebody holler, but God. Represent. Here it is. I'm done. Just about. It means great. God says, if you make me great, I'll make you great. If you make me great, I'll make you great. Great means pronounced. If you make me pronounced, make you pronounced. Don't hate on great people. People who accomplish great things. What you didn't see was the great gutter they dealt with. And what you didn't see is how they kept making God great while they were in their gutter. I wish you knew you were sitting next to somebody that had been through a whole lot of hell already. Watch this. And they had some days where, let's just tell the truth, they did kind of back up a little bit, act a little crazy. But then somehow, way, God snatched them back. And then they had to say like the psalmist, I will bless the Lord at all times. And his praise shall continually be in my mouth. God says, if you make me great, I'll make you great. That's simple. Most of us don't see, though, 
making God small. Can I show you how deep this is? You, you spiritual, but somebody you know had the audacity to be worried about a bill. You made God small. Because if you're a faithful giver, now this ain't for everybody, but if you're a faithful giver, any faithful givers in the house, if you're a faithful giver, you had the audacity to be worried about somebody walking out of your life. As if God's plan depended on them. God, dog, that's going to make me run, jump, shout, scream, and holler. Huh? You had the audacity to be worried about a doctor's report. What do you mean audacity, Bishop? That's natural. It's human. I know it's natural. I know it's human. But you want to know what else it is? Dishonor. Because you didn't make him great. You treated him like he was Dagon in the Bible. Ooh, it's real now, right? God, what am I going to do? You really going to talk to me like that? You going to come into my establishment and talk to me like that? Didn't I take care of you last year? Didn't I take care of you last month? Didn't, didn't I get you on Sunday night? Y'all not saying nothing to me. So why in the world are you going to make me play me like I'm a chump? Now either I'm great or I'm not, God says. I need you to say he's great. great. Say he's amazing. he's amazing. Just say this, say he's huge. He's huge. Watch me and say he got me. God says, if you make me great, I'll make you great. But sometimes we don't even realize when we have made God small. Touch it up and say, don't make him small. God says, I need you to make that problem small. So when the problems show up, you need to be like, well, that's cool. That's right. That's who you say, what up, though, to? What up, though? Problem? Hey, hey, look here. Uh, <laughs> I saw this video the other day. <laughs> I'm going to do it in church, but I'm going to have to like show it to y'all first because you get it. Because if I do it, the joke now, you won't get it. But I'm like so planning it. It's part of a message. So I'm going to reserve the joke now. And we're going to do it later. Someone say we're going to do it later. So here's how you do. Hey, problem. Hey, uh, look here. I got somebody I want you to meet. A challenge. Look here. I got somebody I want you to meet. Issue. I got somebody I want you to meet. Obstacle. I got somebody I want you to meet. His name is Jesus. Maybe you don't know him by that name. Waymaker. Maybe you don't know him by that name. Healer. Maybe you don't know him by that name. Deliverer. Maybe you don't know him by that name. He's my mighty God. Maybe you don't know him by that name. He's Jehovah Saboah. He's the God that fights for me. Would you touch your neighbor and say, introduce your problem to your God. Maybe the big thing God is doing for you is you making him big. Watch. God says, if you make me great, I'll make you great. If you treat me like a chump, then people are going to treat you. Let me translate. Chump means... One who is not great. <laughs> Here's this last one. Say represent. 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 God says, here, here it is. Here it is right here. Here it is. It means to go while sore. Shut up. This is the shout line. Ready? God says, I need you to go while sore. Sore. That's literally the definition in Hebrew. 
What do you mean go wild sword? God says, part of your honor of me, the Lord, is that you go even when you're sore. Wait a minute. Even when you're frustrated. Even when you're angry. Even when you feel like throwing in the towel. Even when you feel like going oops up somebody's head. God says, I need you to go wild sword. Say it again. Go wild sword. Third time. Go wild sore. God says, if you go wild sore, that's what the definition, what the definition of honor means. God says, then what I'm going to do for you is I'm going to make sure, watch this, that you can keep going. That's right. The test is, will you do it while you're sore? I rebuke your excuses. I rebuke you feeling entitled because you had a bad day. Y'all not talking to me. I rebuke you feeling entitled because somebody hurt your feelings. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. Just say, I rebuke my excuses. God says, honor is do what I said. Watch me when it hurts. Honor is do what I said. Watch me when you know you deserve better. Preach to yourself. Do what I said when it doesn't feel enjoyable, good. Touch your neighbor and say, do it anyhow. Let me illustrate, if I may. Won't you come? Won't you come? I want you to hit him. Make it look real dramatic. You ready? You like Street Fighter. <laughs> That's good. That's good. I, t touch your neighbor and say, God sees the war. Say, and he won't stop it until you fight when you're sore. Y'all are playing with me. I don't know why you're doing that. Touch your neighbor and say, God sees the war. But he's not going to stop it until you fight when you're sore. Watch this. Watch this. It's easy, it's easy, it's easy after one round. You go to sleep, take a nap, eat some, get a little something to eat. Get you some white bread with butter. And here's what you say, today's gonna be better than yesterday. And God says, let's see, ding, ding. I need to see if you can still go while you are Stop. Stop. You're a little winded, huh? That's the point. God says, I know you winded. I know it hurt. I know they lied. I know it didn't feel good. But honor me. Fight while you're sore. Round three. Ding, ding. Wait, 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 stop, stop, stop. Because if you keep going, you're going to find the strength you didn't realize you had in there before. And I wish you knew you were sitting next to somebody that's about to get their strength back. I wish you knew you were sitting next to somebody that's about to get their strength back. Somebody say, I'm going anyhow. Somebody say, I'm going anyhow. Round four. Ding, ding, go. And then all of a sudden, things change. I need to prophesy to somebody. It's about to turn around. It's about to turn around. It's about to turn around. It's about. To... 
You feeling a little good. You got them on the ground. God says, but where you're headed, you're going to have multiple. You're going to have multiple. Y'all come over here now. Come over here, Darlene. Now. Come on. Come over here. Touch your neighbor say, where you're headed, you're going to have to fight multiple wars at the same time. So now it's one you, but watch me, but God is behind you. And when you're getting discouraged, go son, go son, go son. Right, kick this one though, kick this one though. No, 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 don't let him get you. Wait a minute, son. Rise up, son. Wait, wait, wait a minute, then all of Somebody say, I'm going anyhow. Say, I'm going anyhow. Say, I'm going anyhow. Wait a minute. They still fighting. They having fun. Watch me. Say, represent. God says, every day you get back up and get back in the ring, even if you got multiple enemies coming at you, even if you got multiple obstacles coming at you, God says, you honored me. And God says, if you'll honor me and fight while you're sore, I'm going to honor you so that, watch this, they don't know that. And when they step in the ring with you, touch your neighbor say, when they step in the ring with you, say, they're going to fear you. Because God plays both sides. So while he over here encouraging you, say, Hold up, son. Wait a minute. Um, y'all know he's won a lot of battles. Y'all know he's really a mighty warrior. You probably shouldn't mess with him. Because he got somebody helping him that you can't see. But you're going to feel his impact. And then, and then while God is getting in your enemy's head, you're like, now son, I need you to honor me and man up. Would you slap your neighbor, high five, say square your shoulders. Tell them, say man up. Let's go. Now the enemies are. Touch your neighbor say, it's winning season. Say, and I'm going to fight even if I'm sore. Release a praise if you're going to do it. Release a praise if you're going to do it. Go, go. Come on, Wednesday, give him glory. Come on, Wednesday, give him praise. Say, represent. God says, you dishonor me when you don't fight because it hurts. You dishonor me when you don't fight because it's rough. You dishonor me when you turn the phone off and sit and sulk and have a pity party and you wonder why I don't show up. He says, I need you to go while you're sore. The definition of the word honor. You got big wins coming your way. Right? But you got to learn how to go you're sore. I rebuke the runner in you. I rebuke the give up in you. If anything I'm saying applies to you, you put your hands in the air and you say, I receive it. I rebuke the quit in you. 
I rebuke the parts of you that think you don't have what it takes. I rebuke the parts of you that think you can't do it anymore. I rebuke the parts of you that have settled for losing. I rebuke the parts of you that have settled for not seeing wins. I rebuke the parts of you that are comfortable. Watch this, not winning. I rebuke that. And I declare there's a winner in you. I declare there's a gladiator in you. I declare that the greatness that is in you is coming to the surface. In Jesus' name. If you're in this place tonight and you've never given your life to Jesus Christ, great news. Well, I pray that today's life-giving message has spoken life into your life. I'm Bishop Foreman, pastor of Harvest Church, and at this time, I want to extend an opportunity to you to give your life to Jesus Christ. You know, 2,000 years ago, God stepped in a body. That body was called Jesus. That body got on a cross and died for our sins. Now, sins are things that we do that don't please God, and they ultimately don't please God because they ultimately are very harmful and dangerous to us. Not only did he die for our sins, he died so we could have life and life more abundantly. Here's what that means. That not only do we experience God's best, but that we can speak life into other people and use our lives to change the lives of other people. And today, if you need to become a Christian for the first time, the Bible says if you believe in your heart, confess with your mouth, you will be saved or born again or become a Christian. All those phrases mean the same thing. And if today you were far from God, this is your opportunity to reconnect to God. I love him because uh, he's not the God of a second chance. The truth is, is we've all used our second chance already. He's the God of another chance. He offers us constant new beginnings and fresh starts to get things right for him. He gave his life for us so that we could give our lives for him. So today, if you need to become a Christian or recommit yourself to Jesus right there where you're at, I don't care where you're listening to this message, I want you to say this with me. Say, Father... In the name of Jesus, thank you for dying in my place. Because of this belief and because of this confession, if this is my first time praying this, I am now a Christian. If I was far from you, I am reconnected to you. Great days are here for me. Today is the beginning of the rest of my life. In Jesus' name. Amen. Listen, if you prayed that prayer for the first time, you are now a Christian. You're born again. You're saved from yourself. And if you were far from God, you're reconnected to God. And here's what I want you to do. Take out your mobile phone and text the word decision to the phone number 59769. And when you do, I'm going to send you a message right away that's going to show you how to make Christianity your lifestyle and not just a hobby. And here's what I want to encourage you to do. You are connected to me and connected to Harvest Church for a reason. It's because this is the place God wants to speak life into your life. This is the place God wants you to grow and become a strong Christian and, and serve and change the lives of other people. So stay connected, whether it's at a physical campus or a digital campus, stay connected to Harvest Church. Keep receiving this word and let it speak life into your life. Hope you have a phenomenal day. Hey, congratulations. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. Viator is a website and app where you can book travel experiences like hiking Mount Kilimanjaro in Tanzania or enjoying the views while cruising on a catamaran in the Caribbean. They offer everything from simple tours to extreme adventures. With over 300,000 bookable experiences in 190 countries, there's something for everyone. Plus, Viator's travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. When you book a travel experience with Viator, there's always flexibility and support with free cancellation, payment options, and 24-7 service. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10, that's V-I-A-T-O-R-10, for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app? Over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.